Ezekiel chapter 34, uh, verses 1. Sorry, let me do that again. Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 1 through 10. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, even to the shepherds, thus says the Lord God. Ah, the shepherds of Israel who have been feeding yourselves. Should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the wild beasts. My sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth with none to search or seek for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, declares the Lord God, surely because my sheep have become a prey, my sheep have become food for all the wild beasts since there was no shepherd. And because my shepherds have not searched for my sheep, but the shepherds have fed themselves and have not fed my sheep. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my sheep at their hand and put a stop to their feeding the sheep. No longer shall the shepherds feed themselves. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths, that they may not be food for them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, Ezekiel 34, uh, you know, the word shepherds was used more times than I can count. <laughs> so clear focus in today's passage, these these terrible shepherds who instead of feeding the the sheep that they've been entrusted with, they're actually cooking them up, wearing the wool and neglecting them, abusing them. Uh, and this is deeply, deeply problematic. So Mr. Wilkins, what are your thoughts? Dr. Wilkins, what are your thoughts on, uh, on today's words? Yeah. So this is uh, very clear connections with what we've been thinking about on Sunday mornings. We just looked at the door uh, and we'll be looking at the Good Shepherd in John mm-hmm. 10, 11 to 21 this coming Sunday. Uh, and clearly this passage is behind that one in John 10. Uh, as here, uh, God is first attacking the bad shepherds of mm-hmm. Israel, a shepherd being an image for the leaders of the people, uh, and saying, that he will provide a good shepherd. And that's what we'll look at tomorrow in the passage tomorrow where he describes um, that he will send his shepherd. Uh, So, so many connections here with that passage, but also other descriptions of Jesus. I mean, you verse six, where it says, you know, the the sheep are scattered all over every hill and Mm -hmm. no one is there to search or seek them out. Right. So Mm -hmm. that parable of the lost sheep and the shepherd who leaves the 99 to look for the one, that kind of imagery of God seeking out his sheep. 
uh, gets picked up in the New Testament as well. So this mm-hmm. is great background here, uh, but it's also very convicting. And in the first place, convicting for people who might be called to ministry themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a story that Mark Dever likes to tell about this young pastor who um, had a small church and he was talking to an older pastor about uh, how he wished that he had more congregants. And the older pastor says, well, when it comes to the judgment day and you're called to count to account for your sheep, you will have said, you will say you have had enough. Uh, mm. And I think that's really convicting that, hmm. that pastors have Gosh. this responsibility to care for their sheep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's something that, and now Mark would often use that story to encourage people to join the church, to become members of the church, because he would say, hey, I have a responsibility for you. I want to know who my sheep are so that I can mm-hmm. take care of them. Yeah, uh, And so that's something for people uh, who might attend Christ's Covenant, but haven't come to a first Sunday yet or haven't thought about mm-hmm. joining the church to think about. Um, are, are you going to be a part of this sheepfold? Uh, yeah. And are you so that the shepherds can know to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that, you know, so that's both a conviction. This is both a convicting passage for those who are in pastoral leadership, but also for people who might attend the church. Um, so as we have good shepherds, it's to be a good sheep, you want to follow the shepherd, which is something that John 10 talks about as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. obviously Jesus is the ultimate shepherd, but underneath Jesus, pastors are mm-hmm. called to shepherd the people. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful that passages like this are, you know, in the Bible and all throughout because, you know, I, I talk to friends a lot of the times who, who've kind of given up on religion, given up on God. And, um, it, it's remarkable how, you know, overwhelmingly few times is it because of a particular issue with, uh, Jesus, um, or, you know, the nature of the gospel. And most of the time, what spurs that process is, um, you know, being hurt, neglected, abused, or just otherwise angered, uh, by bad shepherds. Hmm. And, um, and, you know, usually in those conversations, the gripes or complaints or wounds that people, um, hold up to show for it are actually very valid, you know, and and it's, uh, it's not like they're just bad people who, um, you know, are making a scene out of it, but they're, they're actually pretty dead on They're The image of God within them understands justice and righteousness enough to, uh, smell out, you know, the bad. And I'm grateful for passages like this because in, the, in those conversations, a lot of times just the, what I think is like the most helpful thing to be able to say is God feels more strongly the anger and wrath towards people who who hurt others and misconstrue truth in his own name than than any human ever will and that you know god is is he's very jealous for people to turn towards him in repentance just as we read a couple of days ago and he he delights in the repentance of people and therefore, people who who stand in the way of that um, bear the greatest judgment. And you know, we see this even in Christ cleansing the temple. And you know, what is you know what is the crux of his anger? It's that 
this house was supposed to be a house of prayer for all nations and you've turned it into a den of robbers. And so I think we can see clearly here, you know, I think you're so dead on about the burden of ministry and the responsibility for us as Christians to be uh, good sheep in the flock. Um, and we just see that God's heart is for people to have access to him. Um, it's for people to be taken care of and fed. And so, you know, why is God so angry in Ezekiel 34? Because the people are not being fed. The sheep are not being fed. And so we can even see in this passage, which is pretty heavy handed and intense, how good God is that he, he's, you know, these, these words are coming from a God who longs for people to be looked after, to be taken care of, to be led into his presence. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that this passage made me think of is uh, Jason and I had a conversation with Mike Kruger about his new book, Bully Pulpit, which is about yeah. spiritual abuse in churches. And that is going to come out on Think Through It. I'm not sure exactly when, but look out for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but this passage is a great one for analyzing if your pastor is an abusive pastor, which I hope no one at Christ Covenant experiences anything like this, but if you know mm -hmm. if you're out there and you're not at Christ Covenant, uh, or if you're um, looking for a church, one to think one thing to think about is uh, is it verse eight where it says, "These shepherds have not searched for my sheep, but the shepherds have fed themselves and have not fed my sheep." Uh, mm -hmm. And this is what one of the things that Kruger talks about in the book is if if you have pastors or other spiritual leaders in your life who mm -hmm. are using you for their ends rather than investing in you so that you might flourish, then you need to find new spiritual leaders, right? The, yeah. And this is where the passage ends in verse 9. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths that they may not be food for them, right? So mm -hmm. th these kinds of abusive leaders, they feed on uh, the people that they're supposed to be feeding. They feed on the yeah. power that they feel from that and the authority that they get through it. Uh, so something to be careful about, um, grateful for Christ's covenant and, and the pastors at the church and the elders who are investing yeah. so Amen. much in the congregation, because there are unfortunately people out there who, who aren't doing that, who are abusing yeah. the people under their care. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's a it's a great reminder today to be people who who are passionate about other sheep being fed, um, and who are also eager to be fed. Uh, so, a great word from Ezekiel thirty four. We will see you tomorrow as we continue on on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.